Hi, welcome to Jasmine Saturday, the podcast where I'll be talking about my life. My podcast is here to be informative and to let people know that they are not alone with the things they go through in life. So join me each week as I dive into my life story and how my past shapes my future. This week's episode is going to be about the importance of our health. I want to say that my views and opinions that are expressed in this podcast are not that of a health professional. Please consult your doctor or a health professional before changing anything or starting a new healthcare regimen. Subject material talked about in this episode may be triggering to some. Listener discretion is advised. Health is important to everybody in today's time. However, the way people go about trying to achieve their vision of being healthy isn't always the best. And I know this from personal experience. I used to have over 20 medical diagnoses, but through weight loss, significant weight loss, I have been able to cure or get rid of most of them. But it took many years and a lot of failed treatments to get to this point in my life. It started when I was about 10 and my doctor stated that I was obese and suggested that I join this type of kid diet club. It was kind of like Weight Watchers, but for kids. And it was supported by the local children's hospital here. I lost a good amount of weight with that, but I was a kid and I was going through a lot. And so I put the weight back on and I was also on a lot of different medications that make you gain weight. And so I continued to put even more weight on. And this cycle continued throughout adulthood. They even tried to do scare tactics with me and all the wrong things to do to try to get a person to lose weight. They tried it. I tried working out. I tried keto. I tried Weight Watchers. I tried multiple other different diets and nothing was seeming to work for me. And from the age of 10 up into the age of 23, I just kept getting sicker and sicker, both mentally and physically. I was going through so much with my body that it started to affect every aspect of my life. With the with the health diagnosis that I had, I had things such as asthma and other problems I had bone problems I kept dislocating my knees and different other different parts of my body like my shoulders and stuff like that I would dislocate them a lot and nobody really understood why they just they didn't take the time to understand why they just treated the symptom instead of finding the root problem the cause and that went on until I was about 19 years old and a physical therapist was like I think you have this genetic condition and it's called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome so I went to a genetic doctor and I got tested and lo and behold I did have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and it was a great answer to find because it explained a lot of the things that was going on in my life and why I was having so many different problems with so many different health issues it just haven't being sick being sick and being a kid sucks let me just put that out there now not having the accurate support system when being a kid who is sick sucks even worse 
because kids in school don't understand what you're going through. They don't understand why you're sick, why you can't play, why you can't do this, why you can't do that, why you get short of breath easy or why you pass out or why you do this or why your knees dislocate one day you can be fine and the next day you're in two knee braces kids don't understand that and so that played a part in my mental health which I'm going to talk about later on in this podcast but it played a part in in how I developed as a person being sick as a kid and even being sick as an as a semi adult, a young adult, um, <laughs> it just it played a huge part in my life. I want to say I became my sickness because that's all people saw me as was a sickness, was sick, and so it it kind of became my identity, and I hated it. And so I, in my journey to being a new and healthier me. I decided that I needed to take weight loss seriously and I needed to get off a lot of the medication that I was on. I was on over 20 medicines a day, including pills and shots and liquid and all the things. And I decided I didn't want to live like that anymore. I was too young to be taking all those medicines and I was too young to feel the way I was feeling. So I decided to take weight loss seriously because I knew if I lost weight, then I could get off a lot of medications, which became true. I began this weight loss journey with a doctor and they referred me and I referred myself to a weight loss management clinic. And they started off with, oh, let's change this about your diet or and then let's put you on a weight loss medication to see if that helped. Well, it didn't help and I didn't lose much weight even though I was exercising multiple times a week, multiple times a day, eating the right things. I still cannot lose weight. So I started a journey to weight loss surgery, which I got the RNY um gastric bypass in February of 2021. But before I could get there, I had to go through strenuous testing to make sure that I was going to be a good candidate and to make sure that I was going to handle the surgery well. And so I had to go through months of dietitian appointments, months of testing, blood work, all these different things. And then I got the surgery in February and when I got the surgery, I started losing weight. And after the surgery, I think. Three day, three to five days later, I got off my first medicine, which was the diabetic medicine, because I had been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. But after the surgery, I no longer needed that medicine because my blood, I wasn't consuming a lot of sugars. And so my blood sugar was dropping too low. And so I didn't need those medicines anymore. So they took me off. And it began to go like that, I would get healthier, I would lose weight, I would lose a significant amount of weight, and my doctors would be like, you don't need to see me anymore, or you don't need this medicine anymore, and it became empowering, losing weight became my power, it became my superpower, but I also had to be careful, because in the past, I have had unhealthy relationships with food, and dieting, and diet culture and all those type of things so I had to be mindful that what I was doing was 
going about it the healthier way because even though I felt empowering, I was also felt controlled and locked down by the monitoring of food. But learning how to navigate it a healthier way and going to dietitian appointments and learning the healthier foods and what to eat and what not to eat, that's what they should have did when I was younger and they saw that I started to have a weight problem. Not send me to fat kid camp. I believe that I believe that if they would have sent me to a dietitian and I would have got the proper training when I was younger, I wouldn't have had the need to have the surgery because I would have known what to do and what was right and what was wrong because I was never taught that. And it became too, I was taught that when it became too late. And so I think that's one of the problems in America, especially with like food portions and food control. It's nobody's teaching a proper way to do things healthily, not too unhealthily healthy, if that makes sense. But I got healthier physically, but, and that took 10 to 13 years of hard work. But what was even harder was my mental journey. And that took 14 years of hard work because I'm 24 now and I'm just now getting to a place where I'm okay mentally. And as you guys know from my past episode, I've been through some things in life that has affected me mentally and it shaped a decade of my life. As we left off in the last episode, I was telling you about some of the experiences that I felt in the fourth grade and how it affected me. But when I started the fifth grade, I knew something was wrong with me mentally. I was still trying to process what happened to me in the fourth grade and I was shaking I did everything I could to try to get help, but no one heard me. I I asked teachers. I went to principals. I went to counselors. I was like, I need to talk to somebody. And I was constantly being turned away because nobody took what I was saying seriously. And I was still getting bullied. So I was getting bullied on top of trying to get help, on top of trying to get somebody to notice me. And it just started to affect me mentally. When I started to cry out for help and nobody heard me I started to feel invisible I started to feel like nobody cared nobody loved me like I wasn't important in this world and that's the worst feeling for a kid to feel you can feel that as an adult and it already feels bad but imagine how a kid feels feeling those feelings many tragic events can be avoided if problems are caught early so please don't ignore signs when people are asking for help or you see people struggling get help it's it's important so i want to talk a little bit about depression and anxiety because those are two terms that are used a lot they're thrown around a lot and i did suffer with depression and anxiety but i want to start by giving definitions So the definition of depression is a condition of general emotional dejection and withdrawal, sadness greater and more prolonged than warranted by an objective reason. And I have a little bit of a problem with this definition because it says that it's prolonged more than warranted by an objective reason. Sometimes there is no reason to be depressed. I had reasons to be depressed, but sometimes there aren't reasons to be depressed or people are just depressed. It could be a chemical imbalance in their brain. It could be it could be so many different 
variables to why a person is depressed and who are you to say what is a a good enough reason to be depressed or sad like there that's objective and I don't I don't like that but the definition of anxiety is distress or uneasiness of mind caused by fear or danger caused by fear of danger or misfortune a state of apprehension and psychic tension occurring in some form of mental disorder. So those are the definitions for depression and anxiety. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my story and how depression and anxiety played into it and how my story played into having depression and anxiety because they work hand in I was getting verbally cyber and physically bullied in school and it was it was taking a toll on me mentally and it got worse as I got older usually things get better as a kid gets older but for me it just got worse my mom was trying to help by putting me in different schools and putting me in different areas and situations but that didn't help I went to like five or six schools from fourth grade to the to the day I graduated from high school it was it was bad. I I just got bullied everywhere I, I went. The the thing is the people didn't change in the, in the different schools that I went to. It was the same people but different schools. So the same same treatment was being was going on because the environment wasn't changing really. And so I got no help for the traumatic experiences that I went through until I turned 14 years old. At the age of 14, I got admitted into a psychiatric hospital for suicidal ideations. And that's when I first started getting medication and I got a therapist and I got a psychiatrist and people were actually addressing like what you went through was wrong and that you should you should get help for it. And at that age, I had got diagnosed with depression, anxiety, and post-traumatic stress disorder. This is all at the age of 14. A 14-year-old should not have post-traumatic stress disorder from events that happened in her life. That's not right. And so it started this cycle of admissions. Like once or twice a year, I would get admitted into the psychiatric hospital because I just wasn't doing well mentally. Because I, even though I started to get help, I wasn't getting the adequate help that I needed, so it was subpar, and I still did not know how to cope with life. So I was getting professional help, but they would just readmit me every time I had a breakdown instead of actually discussing the root problems and getting to what the core of the problem was. Going undiagnosed and untreated for so many years is what led to me getting so bad and led to the worsening of symptoms. I had some pretty bad coping skills, including self-harming and binging and purging food. And I do not encourage this. I do not, I don't, I don't want anybody to think I'm glorifying it or think that it's okay because it's absolutely not okay. But that's the only way I knew how to cope because that was the only thing that took, that distracted me enough to get me out of my head. It was dangerous. It wasn't healthy. On this journey to a healthier me, I want to be healthy not only physically, but I want to be healthy mentally too. And so I started getting really serious about my mental health and what I had to do to grow. And so I started journaling, processing the right traumas in the right type of setting. 
I did several different types of therapy. I did CBT, DBT, EDMR, you name it, I probably tried it. And CBT is currently what is working out best for me, but it's a lot of work. So I started journaling, processing the right traumas in the right settings. I had medication. I had to work on forgiveness, inner peace, and and healthier coping skills. So that is the list that I had in my head. I'm like, these are the things that I need to do so that I that I need to start to do so that I can get healthier mentally. I need to stop getting admitted to the psychiatric hospital, stop going in and get to the root cause of the problem. And with a great new therapist that I had for one year, one year of a of a good therapist, not going to group. Group is good too and it has this time and its place, but individual therapy is what works best for me, I found out. And so Doing CBT with my individual therapist and doing all the things that I talked about earlier, I began to process and I began to put in the work to getting healthier mentally, to process all the things that happened to me and realize that what I went through was wrong. Yes, but am I going to am I going to let it hold me back forever or am I going to push past it? become triumphant over it? I'm not going to let it hold me down. I'm going to win no matter what. I'm going to succeed no matter what. I'm not going to let my past define my future. Not anymore. I used to be like, oh, I can't do this because of what happened to me. I can't do this because of what happened to me. But you can't let your past define your future. You have to allow yourself the time to process, the time to grieve or to cope. And you got to move on at some point in your life. It just took me a long, a longer time to get there. And so I talked about the different therapies that I did, and I want to I want to go back and talk about those a little bit because DBT is dialectical behavioral therapy, and it didn't completely stop the urges or the symptoms that I had, but it did help me with learning more coping skills. So I don't want to say it didn't completely work because it did help a little bit. And then EDMR helped with the processing of the past traumas that I went through. Processing traumas in a safe space is important because if you are in a toxic environment and you're trying to process these past emotions, it's just going to it's just going to get worse. It's going to perpetuate the the toxicity of the trauma that you went through. It's just going to add a bad memory on top of a bad memory, which you don't want and so I had to learn that and I had to realize that I couldn't do it on my own because even though I was getting admitted into the psychiatric hospital they only keep you for three to five days um in some hospitals sometimes they keep you longer but they really only keep you for like three to five days. They they get your symptoms under control. They get the urges under control. And then they send you out to group therapy. And then group therapy sends you out on your merry way. And then you're like, oh, I got to do this on my own. And that's not really the case. You should, you should get an individual therapist and process these traumas so that in a safe space so that you can learn to overcome them. So I want to stress, I cannot stress this enough that getting professional help is okay. And 
it's it's a great thing even if you didn't go through traumatic experiences and you just want to process day-to-day life and life is just hard going to therapy is okay there's this stigma around mental health and getting help and going to a psychiatric hospital that people think oh you did this it's you did this or you go to this that's that's weird that's wrong you're crazy I'm here to say you're not crazy you're not wrong nothing is wrong with you you were just you are a smart individual to realize that you need help you are self-aware and that is powerful and some people don't understand that and so today I've gotten really deep into things and I want to bring it back so I want to talk about how it is important to get help. I cannot stress this enough how important mental health is and how important getting help for mental health is just like any other disease that is out there or any other sickness that is out there. Getting help is okay and getting help for your child is okay. If you see your child struggling, But it's not a reflection of you. So don't be too prideful to admit that your child needs help. Don't be too prideful to admit that you need help. Everybody needs help sometime. And there are professionals out there for that reason. And if you have a child that is sick mentally or physically or both, it is imperative that you get the correct and proper treatment for them. All around holistic care. That includes mind, body, soul, spirit. Because you want them to be able to be the best person that they can be. And if they are not processing the emotions or the feelings that they're feeling, they cannot be the best person that they can be because they're going to be stuck in the past. And you don't want that. Let's talk about how this, all of that affected me today. Not getting the help that I needed, like I said, it was it led to worsening of symptoms and development of bad coping skills that took a long time to break and reverse. But it can be done with the proper help. Today, I am very happy with my life. Of course, there's things I want to change and there's things I want I wish could get better, but. I'm satisfied with my life and for the first time in a decade I can wake up and be happy. I can wake up and be like and look forward to the day. I don't wake up in dread. I don't wake up hating my life. I I I don't I no longer wake up like that. And so getting help is the best thing that I have ever done. And it's the best thing that I could have done for myself. And when it, go, when it comes to being healthy physically, it's a great thing too. Because your physical health affects your mental health. And sometimes your mental health affects your physical health. When you're okay and you're doing good, both mentally and physically, you feel unstoppable. I feel unstoppable. I feel like I can conquer whatever life throws at me now instead of backing down and when things get hard and things get tough I just I just accept it no I fight it head on and I I have never felt 
more alive in my life. And I'm so thankful and I'm so happy and I'm so blessed. So if you have listened this far, thank you. I really appreciate it. And please feel free to share. If you're listening to this on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment. If you're listening to this on Anchors, please feel free to support me. If you're listening to this on anything else, thank you. I really appreciate it because every listen counts. And getting my voice out there is what matters. And with your support, it just helps me to do things even more efficiently and and better. So thank you all for your support. Thank you all for your help. For your listens, I mean, um, it means a lot to me. And the love that I got for my first podcast, it really filled me with so much joy. So I really appreciate you guys listening. And thank you and have a blessed day.